You know what? I wait. What the hell? What's with that background? Live with Streamyard. Wait, I don't think hell? we consented to that Streamyard. That was rude. Uh, th yeah, like they just <laughs> switched to their branding. Um, what was excuse that? me. I know uh, we uh, use your 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 streaming platform, but excuse you. <laughs> that was so weird. Anyways, hey everyone, welcome to Pickup Line. Uh, hey I'm everybody, your host, Ethan, and your other host, Adamon. Welcome, everybody. Today, we're going to be talking about embarrassing sex stories because most people have at least one. <laughs> yes, I have a couple. Uh, one I've already shared, one new one. Uh, if you do have uh, a story, sex story, that you think is comical, um, obviously without revealing anyone's identities, uh, you know, give us a call. 951-364-2430. We would love uh, to hear it. What I should have done is written some of uh, the other people's stories down, but I forgot mm. to ask if I could read them on the air. So probably good I didn't do that anyway. If we do a part two ever, that would be great. Yeah. I miss you, Hannah. I want to see you again. I miss you too. I could use a hug today. Today is a sad day because my favorite Japanese manga artist, Kentaro Miura, died. Um, he is the creator, artist, illustrator writer of berserk which is like i just i don't know what else to say i have i'm filled with a lot of sorrow but like gratitude today because when an artist dies it's like it's not like i knew the guy and i'm like grieving for selfish reasons because he died he's only 54 he died of heart complications the series was not over anime is supposed to last a long time and manga is supposed to last a long time and uh it wasn't over and I just feel really fucking sad, but um, sad for him, sad for his family, sad for his loved ones. Um, but also, like, I'm sure he wasn't done either. Like, it's just like, man, like, that's just not fair. Right. <laughs> um, but I feel like uh, so, like, I'm just full of, like, total, like, res like, just respect for him and gratitude that I even got to, like, consume and witness and experience something that I love so much. Um, it was like the reason I started to actually really like anime. Like I always liked it. Like I loved Dragon Ball Z as a kid, but like Berserk is something into my older years that I was like, fuck, like I really super care about this way too much. I mean, Dark Souls was inspired by Berserk. Uh, Bloodborne uh, elements of Full Metal Alchemist were inspired by it. Um, just if you like dark fantasy, there's a three-part mini-series, movie series, uh, summarizing one of the arcs on Netflix. It's called Berserk. And um, it's dark, but I just needed to take a moment and talk about that, Ethan, because, like, there's there's the things that I love. It's, like, Zelda, Lord of the Rings, Berserk. Like, it's it's up there with the things that I, I adore and love, and it's very special to me, so... Well, Thank Dragon you. Ball Z is special to me, but I'm sorry uh, you lost one of your favorites. That's okay. I mean, I'd give you a big hug if I could. It's okay. I'm splashing one out for the homie. I'm just very grateful. And well, full of just like here. so much gratitude, but sorrow today. I can cheers you. It's water, but cheers. Yeah, 
That was gone way too fucking soon, man. So anyway, this show's not about uh, me talking about manga. But anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, 54 is way too young. So I guess in honor of, of the man, the myth, the legend, we'll be talking about fucking embarrassing sex stories because you only live once. Yes. And, you know, like we believe here in this community, when you die, that's it. So live it up. That's true. You don't only live once. But however, I will say that mentality has actually started to hurt me a little bit. So ooh, trigger. Oh, I'm sorry, Band-Aid. Um, trigger warning. I'm going to talk about something, uh, you know, uh, kind of heavy right now. Existential so if, real quick before we talk about the light stuff. We got yeah. to bum you guys out and then give you the comic relief later. <laughs> um, so as you know, Hannah, my health used to be in the the toilet uh in fact i my friend actually sent me a video of when i was having one of my absent seizures and i was almost tempted to share it here to show wow. people um but i'm kind of nervous about it so i don't know if i'm going to anyways mm -hmm. um i forgot where i was going with this um okay so i didn't think i was going to be alive much longer in fact, you know, I was of the opinion that any day was going to be my last. One night was painful and I was feeling like horrible. And I was convinced I was not going to wake up the next day. And I was fine with that. In fact, I hoped for it. And I grabbed a uh, pen and some paper and I wrote notes to some friends and family. I ended up finding those notes when I moved out of my home about like a year and a month ago, year and two months ago. Uh, it was really surreal to read. But the reason I'm bringing this up is because for many years, I had the mentality of any moment could be my last. And I still do sometimes. And I think that kind of makes me make some stupid choices, um, more impulsive ones, because I'm like, well, you know, I, I still have this, I'm not going to be alive much longer mentality. And it, because it's so hard, like I am actively trying to change it as hard as I can, but it's not easy because when you program yourself to think like that for years, you can't just snap your fingers and undo it. Wow. So I am trying to get better at making smarter decisions because like I have a future now. Like, and I have to accept that. Um, and I want to plan and look forward to my future and no longer live in a way where I'm just like, eh, eh, whatever happens. Cause I'll I die soon anyway. Like, right. Wow. And trust me, that can lead to some unhealthy choices. Nothing mm -hmm. extreme by any means, but there are things I could be much better at doing. Um, I think they could or, find a balance between like doing the things you know like you desire to do before you die without sabotaging a future that you now realize you have. I mean, what a gift, dude, to have it, more time. You're telling me it's <laughs> one it's one minute. Uh you know what? I am gonna upload uh I'm gonna upload that video. It's just a clip just to show, but I want right now, to like see. are you showing it on In air? In a moment, no, I need to upload it. So give me like 30 seconds, but, um, aye, aye, aye. we're going to watch you have a seizure on the pickup uh, line. 
Oh, sorry. Not a, it's absent seizures, not a grand mal seizure. So very different thing what I went through. Wow. Okay. Um, I mean, as long as you're comfortable with that, I mean, it's you. And then like, so viewers, if like you're not okay with sensitive material, just tune out for a little bit. We'll warn you before it happens, but, and I promise we'll get to funny shit soon. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this is what we do. We share our lives on here and it's not always fucking hilarious. And it's not always pretty. And, uh, you know, all right. I am just going to show it now. Okay. Uh, All right. Uh, please keep in mind. So this was taken. I was still my medical health like i had to work still so i could have insurance and uh pay for all the medication and all the doctor's appointments i needed so oftentimes i'd be at my desk just in a complete daze from the seizures and usually what would happen is my eyes would start to droop and i would just be like real real spacey i wouldn't know what's going on i couldn't remember things so uh i guess oh this is so vulnerable feeling. Are you right ready now. for this? Do you want to save it? Like, I don't know. Oh, I feel like I I should show it, but okay. Just warn us when before you do. That's all I'm saying. This is nerve wracking. You want to do it like next time? <laughs> it. it all right, just do it and like just keep in mind everyone like this is Ethan at his lowest and a lot of what you have come to know and love is the Ethan now and it sounds like a lot has fucking changed which is crazy. All right, here we go. Look this way. Look this way. Wow. Life was uh very I just different can't believe then. that that's the same person. Yeah. Not that you're like any less deserving of love and praise and friendship and happiness that you are now. It's just like what a difference. Yeah. You just look so not there. That was uh, that, that was my life for a long time, uh, and I have little to no memory during that period. Um, and I just I had to keep going. I had to work uh, to afford the medication, doctor's appointments, yeah. and it, I, I really didn't even smile back then at all. I had nothing to smile about. Uh, it was just hell every day. There's be times where I would get up and I would end up having to lay in bed all day because I couldn't come to, I was so out of it and I was incapable of doing anything because I would just be like in this complete daze. So, um, you wouldn't have seen me smile. You wouldn't have seen the energy. It was just, and I, I didn't like people and I kept to myself. It was not a fun time. So people who think that things don't change, they can. Yeah. And now, now I'm an atheist YouTuber. Fuck yeah. Like, I wouldn't have believed it. I really wouldn't have because 
in that time, if I, as I said in the past, all I had was AXP and Tarkeith. And that was the only time I felt any type of like, I'm not alone. My like, connection. and I would be so depressed after AXP would end until the next week when talking would be on. It was literally like everything I had. And I never thought I was smart enough to do this. And I also was not in a good place. So getting to do this and work with everyone is still, there's times I look around and I'm like, dude, am I like dreaming right now? Because this is wow. not a reality I was ever expecting to live in. Wow. Just, that's just, that's wonderful. It's, that's wonderful. I mean, not that you had to go through that, but it's just like, I'm so happy you're here and that we've all gotten to reap the benefits of <laughs> everything you share with us. I mean, for real, like you're a fucking treat, man. You're a fucking treat. Aww. Thank That's you. Hannah. So are you. And I, I love working with you because uh, I feel Likewise. you uh, uh, pull, pull the best out of me. And I mean, my, my wait for it. Girlfriend loves watching you and I. <laughs> Dad. Um, baby. Oh my God. I'm sorry. That makes me so giddy. I'm so happy for you. Because so at the beginning I. of the show, if you guys go back, it's like, oh, what am I going to get a girlfriend? Oh, why don't you know, know how <laughs> I didn't you know? say that? Oh, I never I said that. When are you going to be my girlfriend? I'm so sorry. I just realized I could do that. Okay. So. Do we have any callers yet, or do we need to spill oh. our embarrassing shit first? We do have a caller, so maybe we should. But they're still in the screening room, so okay. perhaps you want you tell... start with your embarrassing sex story. I've been and racking just my tell brain. me whether or not it involves Thomas Westbrook. Let's keep that. None of them okay. involve Thomas Westbrook. Okay, well there we go. Yeah, I don't know. I figured. Well, I I actually couldn't think of any. Our sex is just. Chef kiss, spot on. <laughs> Christine, just. I mean, we we I I I can think about like a handful of time like we 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 have started like belly laughing just in the middle of a sesh just because like something makes us. I mean, we're fucking best friends, so like. Isn't that it's nice bound, when it's you really can nice. be goofy? Um. Okay. I think maybe I've told this before, but this is probably an embarrassing thing that has happened to me involving sex. Um. So, yeah, you ever have a parent walk in while you're fucking? Oh, no! <laughs> it's happened to me twice. One of the times it wasn't really, like, known. But I'll tell the time it kind of, like, was known, sort of. So an ex-boyfriend of mine are just, like, we have the covers over us and we're still clothed. So, like, it's not that embarrassing because it's not like, oh, my God, I was, like, we were doing, like, doggy or anything, totally naked. But... Just, like, blankets were over us, and, like, we were just kind of, like, kissing and, like, necking and stuff, and, like, under the covers, and my dad just, like, walks in and goes, he had this moment or this, like, just this denial where he had to go, oh, you're tickling each other, and, like, walked out of the room and just shut the door, and we both are over each other, like, should we continue? <laughs> I mean, he just kind of went into denial mode. Like, not, whoa, oh, sorry. He went, oh, <laughs> you're tickling each other. That's right. And, like, walked <laughs> out. Like, he went, does not compute and and left. Wow. So, like, that's when my dad caught me. 
Um, <laughs> the time my mom caught me, I maybe she knows, but oh, I don't know mom. if she did. It's no, not your embarrassing. Dad and it's your just mom fucking caught. weird, huh? Your dad and your mom caught you, or sorry, your mom different and who times, was different times? Different wow. times. Okay, I was, I was fucking. I was fucking all the time, dude. I was just fucking left and right. Uh, I lived at home for a while, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, I don't know if I want to tell this one because it's just fucking weird. Like, because it's like I was having sex with my boyfriend, but like I had like a dress on. So I was just like on him and I was supposed to like be doing something for my mom. Like, I think like uh, I didn't have a lock on my door growing up. And like so even like when I moved back home and like in my older uh, young adult years, but I was supposed to be doing something productive. Maybe I had like some I was supposed to be like studying or something and I was just like on top of my boyfriend and I had like a dress on his pants were like, kind of down and like right as he finishes my mom like walks in so like he had to just kind of do a poker face like while he's like ejaculating in this woman's daughter and my mom and, my, and I just kind of like turned her like toward around and just look at her and we we're both like making eye contact with my mom like and I was just kind of acting like oh I'm just like sitting on his lap and she's like going mom or she's not calling me mom she's going Hannah I'm really disappointed in you right now you have a lot of things to do and so like to this day I don't know if she was saying like I'm disappointed in you because you're getting fucking cream pied right now. <laughs> or because like I was like procrastinating and like canoodling with my boyfriend. So like to this day, I don't know if she knows that's what was really going on, but it was it was embarrassing just like whether she knew or not. Cause like and and he after was just like, dude, I was literally like coming like while that while you were being scolded. So it was just like uh, and I, didn't, I wasn't about to like get off and be like, "There's his penis." So I, that's pretty embarrassing, I would say. Yeah, especially the cream pie part. Oh my god, Hannah, I'm really disappointed in you right now. <laughs> For what? <laughs> oh man, you had such an exciting, a sexually exciting life. I guess if you I've had it that early, exciting. Like, I don't have, I don't have anything like that. I mean, I mean, you had like you've had like funny shit happen. You told me one of embarrassing the embarrassing shit. It's yeah, funny. Embar well, I guess that's embarrassing too. Not embarrassing. Um, it's like uh, when unplanned when things go the wrong way. When you're like, that wasn't like a sexy thing. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I I <laughs> I am accident prone. Very accident prone. Okay. Like I trip walking up the steps. So. Obviously, that's going to carry into my sex life. <laughs> so, uh, I, uh, uh, I'm i still trying to get comfortable talking about sex publicly. So You have a show about sex, so either I, know. I go solo or you get used to it. <laughs> so, we're having, we're having sex. I'm on top. I'm, like, nibbling, teasing her earlobe. And, you know, we're... I'm doing my business. And next thing, I'm like hacking up a lung. I'm like, oh, oh, and she's like, what's wrong? Well, 
the gauge from her ear flew into the back of my throat. And I'm just sitting like, uh, uh, like that makes me think you're all up in your ear, like, <laughs> like dying because I'm just like on top of her. And I'm just like, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. And of course it would happen to me. Of course. Can I ask, were you, had you, had you entered had you entered her vagina? Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I you was were having sex. Said, you weren't just like business. canoodling. Yes, full <laughs> on sex, and I'm choking in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah, like, whoo! Fortunately, I I coughed and hacked hacked it back up and gave it back to her. You you projectile <laughs> hacked it back into her earlobe. <laughs> and then continued because you're a bam. Oh. <laughs> I know. So holy cool, it says how intensely were you eating her ear? Like the fact that you were able to like so get the gauge out of her ear and then into your throat makes me okay. think that you're so like in an ear like she said oh. it actually happened before. She's like, really? this won't be the last time they fall out easily. So Yeah, they do. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I dated a couple people with with gauges. I've never had gauges, but yeah, they're um, like these little rubber ones. Yeah, so they come out like they like bend and just. Yes, yeah, they come out. Really, yeah, it's not like you have to really like get uh, crafty with the way you no, turn it out no, of the air. They they pop right out. Mm -hmm. I want to hear a stranger's uh, uh, sex story. Is uh, do we have someone? Are they out of screening yet? Um, no, so so we did, but we asked them to call back because it was a different type of sex story. Uh, today oh. we're looking specifically for. Uh, comedy sex stories so if you have a funny one nine five Theirs was sad no e six four two four three zero yeah okay now that's perfect um, i'm like going through my head and trying to think of all uh my uh like any other sex stories and as much as i love to tell my virginity one because that is really funny i've already told it so um really funny. um yeah. go back it, it was our day it was our debut episode wasn't it yeah I think so. Yeah. I, it was our like test, my audition. You were technically. so reserved on that one. Like, like really? going back and seeing you. Yeah. Yeah. Go watch yourself. You were way more quiet reserved the following, <laughs> like the week after you were just like, you came on like, shit's mine. I've got this. I think I was trying to be professional and like not rub <laughs> you the wrong way. And then you're like, yeah, you can be fucking raunch. And I was like, you don't know what you've just done. Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> because your raunchiness brings out my uh shyness when it comes to sex so <laughs> holy kool-aid says so if you swallow a one night stands gauge do you have to meet up again and return it <laughs> once it's made its way through you after you've swallowed it like hold on i will see you in a week oh, uh no man. i would not want it back Unless it was oh like really expensive, maybe they would want it back. Yeah, like it's like a diamond gauge. Do they make those? I bet they do. I've seen some. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would think so. I'm trying to think, um, like I've had, I've seen embarrassing things happen to like partners while we've been doing it. I'm gonna tell it. I'm gonna tell it because enough time has passed, and this person, I'm not gonna reveal any information. And I've dated a fuck ton of people, so good luck figuring out who this person, <laughs> who this one story is about. You know, uh, because I, <laughs> I made a promise that day that I would never tell this story. But hey, I think like enough time has passed. Anyway, like wait, like wait, everything. Whoa, I just whoa, 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 whoa! You made a promise that you wouldn't tell the story. Okay, I, I made a promise that I wouldn't tell that this happened to this person. 
Like, oh, I wouldn't be okay. like, oh, did you hear about so-and-so? They fucking did this. And it's not yeah. even that – it's not even that embarrassing. It was more that – like, when people get really embarrassed, I think it's really funny. I don't know why. It's like you made it weird because you got embarrassed. Because a lot of people uh, would – a lot of people would – um. This, this is like a kink for some people. So like it doesn't have to be embarrassing. Um, but I think I was like giving a guy a hand job and he like, I don't know what happened if like we were having sex. I think we were having sex and he pulled out and like finished himself, but he came directly into his own face. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. And so like, I kind of was just like, oh, and like some people are into that. So like, I, I and that's what fine. reaction? This reaction was the best because he just instantly just goes, oh, God, don't tell anyone about this. <laughs> and I was like, I won't. <laughs> like, I was like, I'm going to go around and be like, oh, did you hear about this fucking guy who come to came in his own fucking face? Like, I bet it happens so... to. <gasps> and not yeah. like from a pink shame standpoint, but just from an accidental standpoint. Yeah, it was a total accident. That's why it was funny. Like, it was unexpected. So it, it fucking tickled me. Like, I was just like, what? <laughs> you missed. But um, yeah, no, I mean, I would never like reveal who that was about. Good luck finding out who it is. I've dated like the whole world, but it's fine. <laughs> but like, and, 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 and you said some... you dated the whole world? I dated the whole fucking world. <laughs> oh, you know what? Real quick. Why don't I play a one-minute clip? Uh, Tangel uh, was on uh, – uh, we did an episode on sex, and she revealed her virginity story. Is so it here, funny? It's a short clip, and I think it's very funny. I'm ready. Oh, so you have like a really sweet best virginity story. I have yes. like a hysterical virginity story. So oh, never mind. Okay. Oh, no. It was hysterical in that it, there was a funny part to it. I was so ignorant that when he was moving in and out, I'm like, what are you doing? Just put it in and, and stay there. I have no idea there was action associated with it. Like, Why are you moving in and out? It's in. Leave it. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> so did you say something or did you just let him continue? No, I said, why are you moving? <laughs> and he's like, this is what you meant to do. He was a virgin too, but he kind of, I guess, nature sort of took over and he knew what to do. It's like, aren't you just meant to? He's like, no. This is how it be. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm sorry I'm laughing, but this is so funny. So that's, what did you think? That's... <laughs> Why are you moving? Just put it in and you've completed sex. Like, <laughs> we have done sex. You have entered the vagina and sex is bye-bye. We're done. That's amazing. That reminds me of when I first gave someone a hand job. I didn't know you were supposed to like stroke. I just kind of was like using it like a stick shift. Like just kind of like you just kind of you just kind of touch it and wiggle it around, right? And so I had to be, like, guided. Like, this is how you do it. Because, like, I hadn't ever watched porn. I, like, was having sex way before I was, like, ready and actually, like, a sexual person. So, like, yeah, I, which is, like, kind of sad. But, like, it's a funny – it's funny to me to think, like, wow, I really did not know how it worked. I was just like, what is this, a lever? <laughs> 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 like, 
hey there. Like, have you ever seen a, uh, what is it, white chicks when they have like a, a the, like a slumber party and they bring out like dildos and they're like, how do you give like the best blowjob or whatever? And like the guys who are dressed like undercover as women are like, you like, are like, blah, 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 do it. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. But, um, uh, yes, Holy Khalid, you should absolutely, um, call in and tell a sex story because I'm, I, I might have heard it. If I haven't, I'm, that would be amazing. Uh, Hannah makes it sound like, uh, sex lessons from driving school. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was. That was like a drill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I was just like, this is a strange contraption and you just kind of move it around. I mean, I knew how to masturbate. So I was just like, you just kind of, just kind of move around and rub it. Right? I, I do wish there was a bit more sex education. So, you know, as we're growing up, we know what to do because yeah, otherwise I mean, you just learn from porn, I guess. Yeah. And that's not always, with a partner. always great. Yeah. No, I mean, so I was taught from like in middle school, we were taught like abstinent sex ed. And then in high school, it was just kind of like, here's all the STIs. Well, they were STDs at the time. Uh, if you, if you have sex and basically you'll, you'll die, but use a condom. So like, I don't know. I was having sex way too early. It was, it was weird. I mean, Why was although it, weird? it was weird because I wasn't ready. And like, even though I grew up in like a very sex positive, like, like with a very <laughs> sex positive mother, um, she didn't sit me down and was like, Hey, here's how you give a blow job, you know, like, because like, I don't know, how do you even have that conversation? I mean, she just kind of told me have it when you're ready. And I wish that I had listened to that. It's not like I wanted to rebel or anything. I just felt like an obligation to because like pressure, peer pressure, you know what I mean? Right. So if I have a kid, like I will literally answer any question that I think is developmentally appropriate, but also like, I don't know how, I don't know what I would do differently. Like I would say like, wait till you're ready. But like, how do you make sure they actually fucking do it, man? This is not what this episode's about. I mean, people need to make their own decisions and mistakes and whatever. But ugh, I well, don't regret a whole lot because I feel like I'm super ahead of the game. But I still feel like the sex part could have really waited. Like, it's, right. that yeah. Makes sense. I, I think the first time I was really trying to have sex was eighth grade. Um, I, I, I was is at it the weird to talk about sex stories from the – like, even though we are adults now, like from the minor perspective, I don't Ooh, know. That's a good point. Yeah. No, I have a friend uh, who has gone on like shows before to talk about sex and has strictly said, I do not talk about um, sex I've had or experiences that I've had, or, or, or at least I don't disclose that that's the age I was at the time. Like I really avoid talking about sex stories as a minor. And I'm like, I think that's a really good just rule of thumb. Well, um, then the plus side. I didn't do anything not remotely sexual. I just tried. Try. <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, mean, like, I, 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 it's, I, I'm very transparent of the fact that I, I started way too early. But when I tell sex stories, I kind of leave it up to you to just kind of guess whether or not I should or should not have been doing what I was doing. I mean, yeah. Beware of someone said, beware of YouTube nannies. Yeah, that's why me. we're not going to talk about it. Um, okay, so we have got 
Thomas Westbrook, and he Who's has a that? juicy one. Although <laughs> I think Hannah can say he has a juicy one. So, boom, boom. I don't know if I've heard this one. So, on on the note of what you just said, this totally happened when I was a minor. <laughs> oh God! Well, don't say like that. <laughs> he has not. He did not have no, sex when he was a minor. I did. Oh. So. It's, I feel like it's kind of like when you watch Big Mouth and it's like, sure, the show is about kids, but it's about like your embarrassing experiences that like we all learn as we go through puberty and right. like, you know, bumble our way through like sexual education. Um, That's a really good point. My background was, my background was incredibly ultra conservative religious and like my sex education basically consisted of like, my dad saying it's beautiful in the confines of marriage, but sometimes there's this horrible abomination where people do it outside of that. And it makes God sad. Uh, and <laughs> so I remember trying like, obviously as a kid with hormones and stuff going through puberty, like you're curious, like what's underneath the clothes and stuff. And so like I discovered really early on living overseas that, um, Turkish TV, because like we would get Turkish TV stations and Russian TV stations and various like broadcasts from all over, didn't necessarily have the same regulations that American TV does. And so like they would show nudity and they'd show shows with like, you know, movies with boobs and sex scenes and stuff, especially after like midnight. And so one night I was staying up late to watch the World Cup. And, you know, my parents were like, oh, yeah, you'll probably be up late because, you know, the time zone difference and stuff. It was like 2 a.m. there and stuff. So I'm watching the World Cup and the, the game ends, and then I'm flipping through the stations or through the, the channels. And I stumble across this movie that has, like, boobs. And I was like, oh, my God. And, like, I watched it a little bit more, and I was like, there's actual boobs on TV here? Like, what? And I found this sex scene where – it was in slow motion and it, I could I, like from the angle, I couldn't tell that the guy was moving and thrusting, but I literally thought just like tangible that like sex was, you know, uh, when a man and a woman love each other very much, she puts his penis in her vagina and, you know, sperm comes out and there's a baby every single time. And you only really do it for procreation. And I had no idea that there was like thrusting involved at this time. Like I learned that later, but like, I just see slow motion, the boobs just like waving in like this, you know, motion that I like, part of me was like, is that like demonic? Is that what happens? Is it supposed <laughs> to be like that? Is it like when you put your penis, like you stick your dick inside of a woman and it just makes her boobs like flap up and down like a waterbed while she's lying on her back? <laughs> 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 I'm talking like you know big double D boobs that are just like going in and it, be, I couldn't really tell that it was slow motion I just saw them like slowly like waving up and down it was like the weirdest fucking thing but I just thought that like that must be what sex is it's like no one told me about the boob thing like I knew about the whole <laughs> thing but like the slow motion like waterbed flowing boobage was like a brand new concept to me and it wasn't until like a while later because I had dial up at the time. So even if I like, you know, went to porn sites and stuff, all you would get is like, you know, it'd take five minutes for like line by line, all of the pixels to show up like one still image. Like it wasn't until a lot later that like, you know, 
you got any kind of video or high def video or anything. Oh, yes. So yeah, that's I uh, totally get where Tangel's coming from. And, and back in my day, you know, we had to like we'd put on uh uh um one of those like uh, broken up porn stations where the video was all a complete mess, but you could occasionally hear some of the action. And once in a while, you'd see like like just a little clip of something. It'd be like, oh yes, like that was my access. <laughs> that was <a> <laughs> yeah, like, and so then uh, eventually, once like the internet started coming around, uh, it was like you could be you get four to like eight second clips. So you just have to watch those on on yeah. replay over and over again. Um, but that that's all you yeah, have. These like super pixelated two forty p garbage. <laughs> that yep, yeah. Oh. Well, and so my my I remember also going online and like I I just learned that apparently you can find nudity on the internet, and I was like so sheltered that the thought of seeing nudity at all was just like oh my god, and like it didn't even matter to me at first. If it was like male or female nudity, it was just like the, the thought of it was so like taboo and exciting that like people take their clothes off. Like, this is so bad. This is so like, I feel so evil for looking at this stuff. <laughs> but it was like, I just like, I would just type in like totally naked women in like Google and I would get a search result. And I, I remember the first search results I stumbled across, they were talking about how it was free because at the time the concept of porn being free was like a relatively new thing. It was like, usually you had to pay for it and it was behind a paywall. And so they would say totally free, totally naked women. And I thought that it was saying that the women themselves were like liberated from societal standards. I'm like, Oh, that's what freedom looks like. They're free. It is though. If you want it to yeah. be. <laughs> And it, now, now oh, you yeah, know that it, a while later. Now you know that it takes my, my a whole parents. lot. Oh my God, we're talking over each other. I'm sorry. Just come upstairs. No, it takes a whole lot to get the boobies to do the special dance. They don't just do that with, with <laughs> penis insertion. That takes work. <laughs> but yeah, no, I remember getting caught though relatively early on. Like my my parents apparently like discovered. I didn't really know how to like clear all of like i think i cleared my history but not the cash or something and like my, my dad figured out that i had gone to some adult website and he installed nanny software on the computer to basically prevent me from seeing stuff but what i found really quickly was that with like it's amazing how trying to get around like nanny bots teaches you how to basically become a computer hacker overnight like when you're a raging hormone puberty boy <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, I learned, I learned really quickly, like all the ins and outs of like you know VPNs and proxies and shit. But like, what I discovered was that LimeWire at the time, which was like really big, I was using it to download um, music software, and of course, I could see the logs of this this nanny software, Covenant Eyes, and all that showed up when I went on LimeWire was like LimeWire encrypted file, and I was like, fuck, like. It can't tell what I'm watching. And so I like I discovered that there was porn on LimeWire. And you'd you know, it'd take like hours and hours and hours to download like yep. a ten second, like two forty P video file. But I mean that's how I got around it. So Damn. But I'll let you guys have the rest of your show. <laughs> Thanks for letting me call in. Thanks, Thomas. Absolutely. Nice Thank you for you. calling. 
Thank you, yeah, Bye. Love you. <laughs> yeah, old school porn, man. That was, I remember like eventually we were able to finally get access to like one minute clips. And that was a big deal, like a whole minute. Um, I remember I used to read like erotica on like my tiny little like phone where I had to like press the buttons like click, 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 click. And like these tiny little thumbnail like pornographic images on like it was like almost like a blackberry phone i had and like i would just like read it and be like oh and i'd like see people doing it and i'd be like oh and scroll more and read my little story that's what i did you know what i i i really enjoy the most about this show mm. is we get uh other people to open up about things outside of religion because in our community it's primarily you know claims uh, supernatural paranormal and you know other other stuff so getting them to talk about these other topics and things they've been through just it makes me happy and that's we're something all just I really fucking enjoy. weird hormonal people we are we're all like everybody else we're no different oh thank you secular rarity this Aww. is because hannah is so damn funny Ah. And for those who don't know, Secular Rarity is our call screener. I know. So you don't need to donate to the show. You are the freaking best. Yeah. Thank we you. Uh, so appreciated. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, I will say it takes a great deal of stress. We don't have to worry about trolls necessarily as much. That's a plus. Yeah, I appreciate Although I shouldn't be saying that. This reminds me of... Um, or what what Thomas is talking about reminds me of like when you're a kid and well and Tangel also like going off of that when you think you know how it works and then you find out later like no that's not how it works so as someone who did know how sex worked like I mean I knew how like penis vagina sex works like I, I didn't know there was like I didn't know the mechanism but I knew like okay penis goes in vagina sperm blah 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 there's something that happens they they kind of do a little humpy, humpy dance, a little wrestling action. I knew a little bit more than like the average conservative sheltered child. So, and I knew of it at a very young age because I think I asked my mom, where do babies come from? And I was like in first grade, I think. And she was like, well, all right. And she had this book. And I think a lot of people might have had this. It's called Where Do I Come From? And it's like an illustrated book about sex. And it's... um pretty detailed but still not like inappropriate like I think it was very age appropriate for me it was just like I was so curious and I was so fascinated by like the anatomy of it and I was just like what the fuck that's what these parts are for and like I you know bathed with my like like uh male family like like cousins and, and brothers like i knew that we were different i was just like that's boy and girl but so then i was just like that's what that's gonna be for that's fucking crazy and i remember being super uh fascinated by the umbilical cord anyway but i knew all the different parts of like female genitalia like i knew what it was all called at a very young age because my mom thought you don't call your elbow a fiddly fork, you call it your elbow. And I'm mean, actually I'm thinking that there's probably a more scientific term for elbow other than that. But we don't call it something goofy and silly. That's true. I also I don't have a problem with euphemisms because it gets uh, more, uh, you know, if you're comfortable talking about sex with with euphemisms, like that's fine. Um, Hannah had a, where do I come from book in my family everybody poop 
Pops was risque. That's funny, Thomas, because I oh. had both those books and they were both my favorites as children. I had a, the book Everybody Poops. Yeah, I had Everybody Poops. But anyway, uh, the, the thing I was going to say, this is so long-winded. I'm so sorry. But I remember my dad made a reference to a vagina and I was like in kindergarten. And something about it wasn't like a weird and appropriate comment. Like it was very – there was context. I forget. But it was something about like penis and vagina or whatever. And I was like, actually, dad – I'm in kindergarten. I go, actually, dad, the penis goes inside of the vulva. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, no, Hannah, it goes inside of a vagina. I'm like, no. I read the book, dad. I've I know my stuff. It's the penis goes inside of the vulva. And like my father who has had two – three children like <laughs> was like no you're you're wrong five-year-old hannah and i was like okay dad whatever like you think you know you fucking try to mansplain me this i've studied i've read up on it but yeah i was pretty fucking precocious that, that, that and it bothered me i got in trouble i think like in like preschool because like kids would run around and be like ha pee pee and i'd be like that's actually your um mom's pubis <laughs> <laughs> what who does that uh, a fucking precocious five-year-old. <laughs> Dude, so oh no, oh, no, kids run around showing their genitalia all the time. Like it's they're weird. Like they just are like pee pee. Like that's what they do. Like, uh, yeah, some do do that. Yeah, so um, some, not all of them. I think some like are know like what's appropriate and like what not to do at a very young age. But some kids like also know that you're not supposed to do that, so they like want to do it more. But like, <laughs> isn't it funny? Here's my but so yeah kids are always like oh, booty do you know what's always uh uh fascinated me the fact mm -hmm. that women can have uh people with vaginas can have um thank you for saying that yeah uh different types of orgasms like you're so lucky like you're not limited to just like one you can have a like the from my understand it, the G-spot orgasm, a clip oh, orgasm. Oh, like, I thought you meant like different levels of orgasm. I was like. No, like variety. Where we yeah, just you can reach orgasm one. in different ways. Yeah. 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 No, it's it's pretty interesting. Gary says, and some adults do that on social media. Yeah, they're like, ha ha, pee pee. <laughs> Here's Steve my dingle. White. Steve White said, please be advised when I call in, we'll talk about sex in the afterlife. Okay. I can't uh, tell if this is a joke or not. I, I think I'm going to venture a guess that uh, I can't even say if he's serious or not because he does hold supernatural beliefs. So I don't know if he's. Uh, um, I mean, is it like one of those things where you get a bunch of virgins in the afterlife? Because yeah. some religions say you will if you do certain things. I don't know. Is that? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about that. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of maybe any like last minute because we got uh, like 12 minutes left. Any more embarrassing? Well, check your private me? chat real quick. Oh, I'm so uh, sorry. I have not been paying attention. And then we do have, uh, ooh, wait, never mind. Can't hear the call. Well, so we do have someone trying to call in, but I don't know that it's a topic for the show. We'll find out in a moment. Uh, our lovely call screener is taking care of that. Okay. Well, perfect. I love that. Um, I will say I can actually today not wait to lay down in my bed. My back, low back is killing me today. I'm yeah. feeling my age. Yeah. Hey, if you need to go to sleep, that's totally fine. I mean, 
oh, no, I'm not tired. My back just hurts. No, go lay down, man. You need to start doing the pickup line from your bed. Ooh. That, that actually cool. would be like totally like a wheel. It's like have like a silk pillow and like candles and we're just. Hey, we're going to talk about the time that we thought that boobs did a dance anytime a penis entered it. The voice says, hey guys, Google sex in the afterlife and I promise it will be interesting. Not today. Maybe um, we can do a whole episode on, on sex in the afterlife. Yeah, I'd actually love to talk about this, Steve. So if you want to call next, call back next week, uh, I would like to thank our patrons real quick. Cindy Plaza, Kenneth Leonard, uh, Kathy Leto, Jump It Shoot, Oz, Sky, Secular Rarity, Keonta and Fava Beans, Philip Leach, Caitlin Beyond, Toast, Richard Gilliver, and Sunset Sarge. Thank you for your patronage. Um, the pickup line airs every Thursday at 9 p.m. Central. Um, before we go live at 8 p.m. Central, uh, there's a show called Ask an Atheist. It's on my Twitch where each week we sit down with a different atheist. However, starting next Thursday, Notes from Autumn will be taking over Ask an Atheist as the new host. That's so cool. Uh, Sunday, as always, be online with Jenna Belk. Uh, we talk mental health. The show is now debuting one hour earlier at 10 a.m. Central. Um, that way we don't conflict with um, the debut of Vila Bianca and Eric Murphy's Skeptic Generation, which Getting starts so this slow. Sunday at 11.30 a.m. Uh, Central Time. It's their new call-in show. That's going to be wonderful. I love yeah. that. Um, Hannah, do you have anything else going on? Um, I just have this every Thursday. Um, my brother's visiting tomorrow. He's the one who showed me berserk. He's like part of the reason my personality is the way it is. Like he's the coolest dude ever. Um, but uh, like show and like com online community related, nothing much. This is where you'll find me. You can find me on on the Twitters. On you can find me on like basically any social media. It's just Hannah Vaughn. But usually it's Hannah V O N, Hannah Vaughn, and then fancy. I don't know why someone like called me that in like high school, I think. And I was just like, that's funny. I'll keep it. I, I like it. Um, anyways, I'm in a band, I'm in a band yep. now. <laughs> that's all. I can't wait to hear your music. Yeah. We started recording. So I'll play it for you guys someday when it's done, <laughs> when right. it's, well, when it's ready. <laughs> that's that's, that's what everyone. I got going on. Uh, I already said what I'm going on, so that I have going on. So everyone, thank you for tuning in, and we'll be back next Thursday. Yeah, we're gonna dip out a little early. Ethan needs to rest his back, and I need to go mm -hmm. watch Berserk and cry a little bit. So, all right, we'll see you. Good night, everyone. Good night. night.